It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to Wednesday. Welcome in. Last day of August. Wednesday, August 31st. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It's Wednesday. That means, like most Wednesdays, not all Wednesdays, because he's a busy man, but Tony Burke joins me. How you doing, brother? Doing great, John. Hustled over here to be on this show. I appreciate you leaving the lake for one day to come over and do the show. (laughs) You retired guys kill me. Uh, Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. You got a question for me, a question for Tony? Feel free to call the Eminem Cartage Hotline, 384-1450, or you can text us on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Summer Cash Bash continues at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Awards member wins $10,000. That happens all summer long. The grand prize, which I want to win, but I'm not eligible, is a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon to enter. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, Bud Light 12-packs, Large Doritos, Hot Dogs, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton Summer Cash Bash. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, become one today. Text REWARDS to 80313 and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 414-1450. Bats beat Indianapolis last night, 7-6. A walk-off hit from the newest Louisville bat, former Oakland A. Stephen Piscotti, who got released by Oakland, picked up by the Reds, sent to AAA, got the game winner last night. 7.05 tonight, pregame 6.35, right here on the Big X with Jim Kelch and Nick Curran on the call. Uh, bats go through some transition this year, man. They have gone through some. Every guy that's played in Louisville is now basically starting for the Reds. That, that's what's that mean? That means the Reds aren't very good, right? Well, that means they got Bottles rid of hurt. They got rid of everybody trades. too, and that's just how the organization. <sighs> when you're when you're losing as many games as the Reds are, that's what happens. And you're trying to build your farm system back up, young guys, and that's just the reality of it right now, both AAA and in the major leagues. I think it'd be fun to go watch them tomorrow night. Of course, you and I will be in West Lafayette, Indiana, but. Uh, Hunter Green, rehab start for the bats tomorrow night, Thursday night. Now, I don't know. He might go one inning. He might go three innings. He might go six innings. I don't know. But if you want to see a real major leaguer, this guy, can he can bring it. And let me tell you, if you want to go to Cincinnati tonight, just get on the website. <laughs> the, pay, the tickets are very cheap, and th- you get to see the Cardinals. I think they pay you to come to the game. Remember, a few it's years. It's close to being there. A few years ago, me and you went up. And uh, Phoenix L. Richard, and to see the Rangers and the Reds yeah. late in the year. And I think we've sat behind home plate for like 10 seats. bucks. Yeah. You can get upper six and just go sit wherever you want. Oh, you don't even need to. You, you don't just even, get online, they're, they're, yeah. uh, they're cheap. It, it, they're very, very cheap. Even with the Cardinals in town, and it sounded the last two nights like a Cardinals home game. Yeah. And and what about when the, I was watching L.A., uh, watching the L.A., Anaheim, whatever, the Angels, whatever they are, California, <laughs> against the Yankees. And it was a sellout, and you could not believe how many yeah. Yankee fans were in attendance. You know, that's just – that's part of it. That's part of it. If you are got a terrible team, 162 games is a lot of games to go watch your team lose, uh, you know, 90 times. But if you're going to watch your team win 95 games and they're on the road and you live in Pittsburgh or you live in Cincinnati 
or you live in apparently Anaheim. Yeah. Well, John, think about this. You get good tickets. And you get to Very see Otani and Trout play against oh, your team in L.A. Yeah, you get to see Otani and Trout, and you get to see Aaron Judge hit another home no, run 51st. last night. 51st? Uh, is he going to break the all-time American League record, which is 61? I think so, because yeah, every time I watch him bat, I think he's going to hit a home run. But we're in, you know, teams that aren't in the hunt for a playoff spot pitch to him. Teams that are in the hunt for a playoff spot He'll get three walks in a game like it's nothing, like Barry Bonds used to do. They'll just say, you know what? We don't care who's batting behind you. Now Stanton's back in the lineup. Maybe it's Rizzo. We don't care. You're, we're walking. You. Well, Mayhew the other night tried to push butt one towards first base. He's got my wheels. And he's out, and then they walk Judge behind <laughs> him. I don't think he'll do that again. Yeah, uh, Lemayhew should not be sacrificing anybody over with Judge on deck. I think he was going for a hit, but I don't think uh, Boone was real happy about that, that walking the home run, best home run hitter in the league. But that's what you do. Yeah. Phil Nevin, who is the interim manager for the Angels, was the third base coach for the Yankees under Boone. I mean, they're, they're buddies. Uh, now, maybe they didn't go out to dinner that night because, Aaron, you're right, he wasn't happy about it. No, and, and the game when the game's on the line, even those teams would do it, but – a guy like Judge, gosh, I mean, he, he he's transcending the game with his size and athletic ability. It's just something else. The Yankees did beat Anaheim or Los Angeles or, or California. California. I wish they'd just go back to being the California Angels. Me too. Because they're never going to be L.A.'s team. As long as the Dodgers are down the street, they're never going to be. When I say Los Angeles baseball, you never think Angels. You think, just go back to being Bobby Gritch and Lyman Bostock and the California Angels. Yeah, I agree 100%, That's John. That's a couple and good names pull out there. I was. I was just thinking guys like Jim Sunberg and guys like that, but we'll just go on. <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay, by the way, also won. Now, here's some interesting news. Justin Verlander went on the injured list after straining his calf the other day. Um, and yesterday, Shane McClanahan, who is – I guess co-favorite with Verlander to win the American League Cy Young Award, was warming up in the bullpen for the Rays, and he could not go. Uh, and they're not releasing any information why he didn't go. Maybe he was just – maybe he just got ill. Who knows? But uh, the two front runners for AL Cy Young Award, Tony, one on the shelf and the other one couldn't make his start last night. That's, uh, that's not good going to the playoff. The Rays did win. They're only seven games behind the Yankees. Yankees need to start playing some baseball, or they're going to wind up in a wild card series. Well, I still don't think it's only that, a month to go. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. I don't. I think they're still good enough, but uh, their offense is great. And if they're not scoring runs, their pitching hasn't been that great overall. And I was just thinking while you were talking about the Dodgers. The Dodgers get Kershaw back, but they lost Bueller. Yeah, Bueller's out. They get Gonsolin's hurt. Gonsolin's hurt, think but they got be May back. How many pitchers do they have? Uh, they got guys you never heard of because they got good. Anderson, who's really good. They got Urias, who's really good left-hander. Um, yeah, they beat the Mets last night four-three. That is the series of the week: Los Angeles Dodgers. In uh, Queens, in Cid- at City Field to take on the Mets. Dodgers win Game One, as I mentioned, four to three. But here's the thing: this is probably—I don't want to say probably—but there's a very good chance this is the National League Championship Series preview, right? Yes. When they're playing in New York, it's going to be crazy. Those fans are great when the Mets are winning. 
which has been rare in the last several years. Those fans are loud. Every inning, Tony, was loud, obnoxious, uh, crazy sounding. They are behind this team. L.A. Dodger fans, they've won 90 games now. They still show up. Well, they can't get there. They show up in the third inning. They leave in the seventh. And Mary Hart and the rest of those Dodger fans, they're not jumping up and down cheering and rocking and rolling and playing the music between innings and, and doing all that stuff. I think it's a decided advantage to a team like the Mets, even the Braves. Atlanta fans are rowdy. Cardinal fans can be rowdy when, when you know they're very polite, but when uh, when you get to playoff time, they can be loud. Is it a disadvantage to the Dodgers that even though they have a home field, it's not much of a home field advantage as far as atmosphere? Well, they're used to winning, and when you're used to winning, and it's the West Coast laid back, John, they're good. And when you're good, you're good. So wins, I, I think it's in yeah, it, it's going to help the Mets. But the Dodgers are just so good, and they've proved it all year long that it's going to be hard. But at New York, the Mets are like the little brother up there, and when they oh, get an oh, they don't want to hear that. When they get an opportunity, they got to go with it, and they hate the Yankees, and they'll do anything they can to have a winner. And when you got Max Serger and you got Degrom, that's a pretty good start. And Diaz coming out of bullpen. It does. Here's what scares me. Joey Gallo's batting fifth for the Dodgers now. Yeah, but they had a couple guys out. I know. Um, you got Betts, Turner, Freeman at the top. That's, you know, three guys, two of which have won MVPs, and Turner could be an MVP candidate this year, Trey Turner. Well, Will Smith didn't play last night either, so you had sure him. He was 0 for 1 off the bench. Well, Okay, and he sorry, he didn't start. And he walked. He Barton. pitched hit for Joey Gallo, by the way. Yeah, and he's going to be hitting in that spot in the order. You know that because Will Smith's been really good all year long, and I'm missing somebody else. Muncie that, was in there last yeah, night but in there's the somebody else spot. I'm missing. And I, I was watching the game last night, and they were talking about two guys not being in the starting lineup last night. So. Uh, well, I don't know. But it's l- great radio when you don't it know. It is. Lux, Thompson, Trace Thompson, uh, Clay's brother, has been really good. Uh, Bellinger, the former MVP, hitting eighth in that lineup. Oh, Cody Bellinger. Uh, Barnes caught last night, which he'll do when Will Smith. Will Smith, in the, if this was a playoff game last night, Joey Gallo's, you're right, not in Atlanta. No, Joey Gallo. He's not. No. Will Smith's dh and he's not in Atlanta. Uh, but the Dodgers win it 4-3. to three. Uh, Two more games they'll play again tonight. Uh, I don't know. Let's see who's pitching in that game. They'll play. I think it's a, uh, it's a MLB Network game. It is. Anderson for the Dodgers. This guy's. I never heard of him until this year, Tony. Left-hander, Tyler Anderson. He is 13-2 and two with a 2.69 ERA. And he's probably fourth or fifth in the rotation when the Dodgers are healthy. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, by the way, for the Mets tonight. This is why I love the Mets. Hold on, let me say one Scherzer thing. DeGrom. Justin Turner didn't play either. Uh, there's, that's a bit. That's a big one. <laughs> Will Smith and Justin Turner were not one. in the lineup last night. Yeah, because uh, you know they don't. They got enough guys. They can just. Re- and when you got ninety wins now, you can rest some people. Yeah. Uh, but to me, Scherzer Degrom in a seven game series, that's tough. It is. And I know Degrom lost, uh, or was it Scherzer? Scherzer lost to the Braves uh, about a week ago. And uh, lost one my, to nothing the other my night. My Brave too. fan friends. Oh, yeah, look at that. Okay, you better enjoy it now. Because when the playoffs roll around, 
Clayton Kershaw had a good postseason when the Dodgers won the World Series, but he has had otherwise very poor postseasons. DeGrom Scherzer, that's a different animal, man. That's a different animal. I Back to back, I don't care if you're playing in Dodger Stadium or – or City Field, or if they move the game to Australia, those two guys are incredible. Well, the Braves have a good pitching staff too, and they it's do. going to be interesting. It's going to come down to pitching. I mean, plain and simple, these teams are all good and they have good hitters. And so, you're telling th- me to bet the unders in the playoffs? I would say so. You know, I know that the Braves lost Freddie Freeman, and they've got their guys. Yeah, Olsen, they got Matt they got, Olsen. Olsen's good. really good. But what is Freddie Freeman doing out in LA? Uh, well, killing he's, it. He's he gets a hit every time he swings a bat. Uh, that's part of it. Let's look at his numbers. He's like 320-something. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. Um, 326. 16 homers, 81 RBIs. His OPS is 913. Average OPS is 6-something. His OPS is 913. Um, you know, great get for the Dodgers. I will say this. The Braves didn't lose a step no, with Matt Olson. They didn't. And now they got this Michael Harris, the second. Where did he come from? He's playing Grissom. center field. And they've all of a sudden, they've inserted Harris in that lineup between like, like Dansby Swanson and Austin Riley. So they put a left-handed bat in between there. It's, a, it's even a scarier lineup than it was before. And, I mean, Acuna at the top, that's a, that's a loaded team. The playoffs are going to be so much fun. Uh, the Braves are going to have to win a road series in all likelihood um, against. No, no, no. They'll ha- they'll have a home series. I take it back. They'll have the best wild card record, so they'll probably have a home series against either Philadelphia or San Diego. Uh, to, but then they're going to have to play the Mets immediately after that. And how good's Austin Riley been? Uh, MVP caliber. Yep. MVP caliber. Mets, Braves, Phillies, Cardinals, Brewers, all lost last night. Boy, you could have hit a big parlay on that one. Did you? They all, no, I didn't. But uh, okay. I didn't say I, I could have. I said you could have. Okay. Uh, Cleveland and Minnesota both win last night. The White Sox lose to the Royals at home. The White Sox are six back. Because of health reasons, Tony La Russa didn't manage the team last night. Tony, at this point, I know you don't do it because it's September 1st. I'm telling Tony, don't worry about coming back to the team. He's gone, right? Yeah, he I, won't be the man. He, I, I, he's 106 years that, old. That's the main reason. He's it's, not going to be the manager no, of the White Sox. Now. I agree. They're, they've not done well. Plus, he has been around for like 72 years, and it's they'll, they'll they'll make a change definitely. Look at this. We haven't we've gone 19 minutes. We haven't talked college football yet. That's pretty awesome. That's hard to do. Uh, it's kind of dumb, maybe. Maybe. Uh, is anybody still listening? 414-1450. That's the Thornton's text line. Let me know if you're listening. 414-1450. We are going to get Tony's picks for the upcoming weekend of football starting tomorrow night. West Virginia at Pitt. Penn State at Purdue. Friday night, we got Indiana hosting Illinois. And then an entire slate Saturday. I'm going to throw some games and spreads out at Tony and try to get his picks. UK named their captains. Now, keep in mind, these captains are... Voted on by the team, not by the coaches. I think it's a big distinction you have to understand because two of these captain, two of these captains certainly made me raise my eyebrows. Hard Knocks, episode four last night, never disappoints. It was as good as ever. 
And the Live Golf Levers, the levers of the PGA Tour, uh, it became official with some of those guys yesterday. I will say this. Harold Varner Jr., or the third, whatever you are, I respect what you said about your reasons for leaving. We'll talk about that and a lot more after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke here with me. As always, it's the John and Tony Dog and Pony Show on Wednesday. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 384-1450. 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. I hope you've got your iPhone out with your notes application ready to go, because we're going to get some of Tony's picks for the weekend. Or, you know, you can do it the way I do it, old-fashioned, pen and paper. And uh, we'll see. I was 1-5, Tony. Very impressive start for the uh, un, unsponsored six-pack. Yeah, and I, I would Nevada love Nevada Wolfpack, baby. I would love to sponsor you, and I'm, I'm going to find you somebody. That Bet against me for about three I, weeks, I, and then you can sponsor me. Then you can sponsor me. And I just looked it up. Told you in the, off to the side that uh, Wolfpack's back in action this week. They're a one-point favorite over Texas State Bobcats oh, at home. I'm not going to make the Wolfpack part of the – and I should, but I'm not going to make them part of the six-pack again. Boy, I should. I really should. All right, Kentucky, before I get to Tony's picks here, Kentucky named their football captains yesterday. Now, keep in mind, this is player-voted. First of all, they have seven captains. Is that too many? That's too many. I guess it is, yeah. Four, five at the most. They got seven captains. Kenneth Horsey, Jaquez Jones, DeAndre Square, Will Levis, J.J. Weaver. You no problem with any of those. Chris Rodriguez is a captain. Jordan Wright is a captain. Both of those guys are quote-unquote unavailable, and these are not injuries, by the way. For the first game against Miami of Ohio, is it okay for the coaches to allow suspended players to be named as captains? Now, these are not game captains. These are season-long captains, and those guys will, we think, be back maybe in week two. We don't know. Is this okay? Well, it's probably player done. It is player done. But the coaches still have to allow it. Right. Well, they got to prove themselves, and that's, to me – you know, it's just internal. You take care of that stuff. I don't think it's a big deal. I just think it's more for us to talk about. Yes, that's why I'm doing it. And, uh, you know, we'll wait and see. So, Chris Rodriguez, will he be on the sideline? Jordan Wright, will they even be on the sideline this weekend? I don't think so. I don't think they will. All right, well, let's get to that game then, since we're going to get your picks. Kentucky Open is a – 20 and a half, I think, point favorite. It's 16 now, Tony. What's what's that mean? That means Kentucky's supposed to win by 16 points. Yeah, but I don't think Chris Rodriguez <laughs> and Jordan Wright news makes the spread jump down that far. Well, I think it's more probably of Miami of Ohio. I mean, when those things happen, there's other things going on. As a person in Kentucky, you look at all the Kentucky stuff. They're going to throw the ball. Um uh, 
You know, if yeah. it was a three-point game and it went to even or a six-point game and went to three, if I was a Kentucky fan, I'd be worried about it. It's just they're, they're still over a two-point, uh, two-touchdown favorite. So I think, the, you know, the spread early in the year, and you know this and I know this, they're, they're trying to guess too. They're not – that's just yeah, money. Nebraska. When they first lay, lay that line, those are guys trying to calculate who's going to play, how they're going to score, what's their defense going to be like without seeing them. So a lot of times those things get adjusted just because the guys doing it aren't positive on what they're doing. And I think it's more in the favor of Miami than a knock on Kentucky. That's a big jump, though. That's a big jump. Does it make you leery when you're making your pick here? Uh, because – Big Al the Fish taught me years ago, Yeah, if that happens, you bet Miami in this game. Yes. There's no question you bet Miami. Yep. But it's still an early – if this was the fourth or fifth week of the season and the line jumped that far, I would think there was something going on. Yeah. But this early in the year, it's hard. It's hard to dictate those spreads. But if you were going to bet Kentucky at 20 and a half, why Why wouldn't you bet them at 16? It would scare me to bet them now. It would scare me, but if I was going to do it, I'd, I'd have to stay with it because – Or lay off the game completely. Yeah, and that, that's what I would do if, if I was a gambler. I am going to give my pick – and by the way, I'm doing – part of the unsponsored six-pack is going to be the Purdue game, the Indiana game, Kentucky game, Louisville this week. I am going to start with those four. I gotta, I'm got. i going to make myself pick those four games. I'll do that tomorrow – uh, tomorrow's last show of the week, by the way. Tony, who you got? Kentucky minus 16. I'm going to stay with Kentucky against all the things I was taught, but I'm not <laughs> betting the game. I'm picking the game. <laughs> all right, let's, let's go back to tomorrow night. Penn State at Purdue. Three and a half is the, favor, uh, the Nittany line number. They are favored by three and a half. I said this yesterday on the show. Greg uh, Jeff Brom has a history of big games, in big moments with the spotlight on Fox TV tomorrow night, the Fox pregame crew with the Brady Quinn and all those guys is going to be there. Um, this is one of those red, you know, cameras on games. Who you like here? I'm drinking uh, Boilermakers uh, tomorrow night. Oh, I mean picking the Boilermakers. <laughs> I think you're doing both. Uh, no, I, I. You know what? I, I'm agreeing with you on that, John. And I, I think Brom's been great at that. I think starting the season, I think Penn State is supposed to be a lot better this year. Yeah. But I think that the lights, opening game, and I, you know, if, if Purdue plays defense, they'll win a football game, in my opinion. And that's been, we've been there. Yeah. And that's been the struggle is defense. And if they've shored up their defense, they can win that game. I'm going to take the points in Purdue. I, I go back to the Ohio State game from a few years ago in West Lafayette when the Buckeyes were ranked second and, and the, the Boilermakers. Just rolled them. Iowa, uh, again, you're you're not favored. And, again, you're not favored here. You're at home. Uh, you do have a veteran quarterback. I think that makes a difference. Aiden O'Connell is a veteran. Um, I, I'm, I'm with you on can they stop Penn State. Can they stop Penn State? But I'm also on can Penn State stop them. We went last year, Illinois-Purdue, I think it was 13-9. Was the final. And they played defense in that game, but it, they didn't it, play offense. It was an ugly, ugly. I certainly don't expect to see 13 to 9 unless it's the end of the first quarter tomorrow night. No. I, and, I expect an explosion. I, I do too. I don't, we'll probably be, we're always wrong. Sure. So it'd be the opposite. So bet under. Uh, 
But Penn State has won 15 out of 19 games in that series. 15-3-1 Penn State is in the series against Purdue. Now, now they they didn't play back in very much back in the Joe Tiller era. Um, I, I'm, I would be willing to gamble that Drew Brees never played against Penn State. But in any event, uh, that's a pretty big – that's a sizable advantage in wins for Penn State. Well, the one thing Penn State does have, John, is they have Sean Clifford – He's a twenty-four Another year old veteran quarterback. Twenty-four years old, his sixth season from the, up up the road, the Bombers of Cincinnati, St. X. He should and be in his third year as a financial advisor. I know right it. Now. When why I is, looked at that, he's still saw, playing college football. Saw twenty-four years old, and he's played a lot of quarterback for Penn State. So they do have a, they do have a lot of experience. James Franklin at one time was a hot commodity, uh, Tony, especially when he was at Vanderbilt and turned that program around a little bit. I I think some of the luster's worn off on James Franklin. Yeah, I think it has too, John. And uh, he, I don't know, he, he's, I don't want to say this in the wrong way. He's kind of arrogant. He seems like a good oh, dude, no, he, but he's he, very kind arrogant. Of, you're being nice when you say kind of. I know Mark Stoops is not a fan. Of not him. a fan. And, you know, there's a lot of coaches, I think, not a fan of. And, and you got to remember, Purdue lost David Bell and Milton Wright, both yep. two starting wide receivers from last year's team. So that, that'd be interesting. And, but you're still going with the Boilers. I'm still going with them for all the reasons. Thanks that I should pick Penn State, but I just think the atmosphere is going to be awesome. Uh, Indiana hosting Illinois. Here's the scary part if you're a Hoosier fan. Illinois has a game under their belt. They've been out on the field. They've played against a, an opponent that doesn't have the same uniform on as they do. And they actually, I watched about, as I said yesterday, about a quarter and a half of that game, and they looked very competent. They didn't look lost. They didn't look like Illinois teams I've seen in the pa- past few years. They looked like they fit the part of a winning football team. Now it's Wyoming. It's a ter- it's a, not a good Wyoming team. They're in Champaign Urbana. This is a road game. This is a conference game. Illinois getting three from the Hoosiers. And Devito had a good game. Is that Danny for Illinois at quarterback uh, first? Game? He can't see over the line. Well, if then, it's Danny. Then I'm taking IU. Yeah, but. Uh, Illinois has struggled, but Illinois, yeah. I think maybe we are the kings of the dumb jokes. They are dumb, aren't they? <laughs> uh, but, but you know, Illinois seems to be getting better. They are getting better. I agree. And but I, I'm I'm going to. We saw them play defense last year, as I as I mentioned, up in West Lafayette. That might have been bad offense. That might have been. Year. Might have been by but, both uh, teams. Oh, it, it was not a thriller like we saw the time before the when Minnesota, Minnesota game, yeah. 38 no. 35. No, game. it was not. But I, I like the Hoosiers in that game. All right. I, I just think they're desperate. You're going to lay the points here. Yep. It's hard. Indiana, again, over under for the season is four. It's hard to give points with Indiana unless they're playing Idaho. It's hard to give points. And Big Al the Fish taught me when it looks wrong, go with that. It's so usually they're, they're right, we're, we're wrong. wrong. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Saturday. We already talked, touched on Kentucky. Louisville on the road, four and a half at Syracuse. Conference game. It was a long time ago. You know, it was before these players were there, but last time they went to the Carrier Dome or whatever it's called now, uh, Syracuse put up 54 points. The Cards have won the last two in the series, both at Cardinal Stadium. I always say this, Tony, I don't care who you're playing. When you go on the road in conference, it's very difficult and especially so when it's the opener. I agree with all that. And However. Uh, however, I like I, 
I only pick the cards to win four games, and you know that. You've mentioned yep. that. Ed Peek put it out there. He Everybody did. made sure Thank I knew you, about it. Uh, but I think <laughs> it's a win. death threats now. I, I think it's a win for the Cardinals. I think it's a win. And four and a half? I, I'm giving the points again on the road. And, you know, I'm not drinking the, the red Kool-Aid that the Cardinals this year, but if they win this game and then can win one of the next two, they could get themselves in a good situation. This, to me, and it sounds terrible, is a must-win for the Cardinals. Wow. Early must-win conference game. Look, Brian Brown, defense coordinator, can talk all he wants about the, the defense. Momo Sonogo and Monty Montgomery and Catrell Clark and the defensive line. This entire season comes down to Malik Cunningham, A, staying healthy, and B, playing well. If both of those things don't happen, Cards are going to lose a lot of games. You made a great point, I think, yesterday I was listening or the day before about, yeah, they get all these guys back on defense, but how bad was their defense was last defense. year? So, yeah, those guys are going to be better, more experienced, and hopefully for the Cardinal fans that they are going to be better and they will play well. But just like you said, when you're going uh, to the forum and you're going to pass results. <laughs> pass performance, man. I'm not betting on that horse. Yeah, that was a bad defense last year. And they gave up some leads in the fourth quarter that had to be confidence-destroying. That Virginia game, you you and Ed were sitting together. I was there. And it was just it was brutal. Look, and you get in a game this year, we're a different team, blah, blah, blah. We're great. We've changed. We've uh, updated. We got better. We got stronger. We got faster. We're ready to go. As soon as you're up 10 and that team scores a touchdown in the fourth quarter to cut it to three, guess what comes back in your mind? Here we go again. Well, I remember what happened last year against fill in the blank, really. Clemson, uh, Virginia, well, NC State. How many coaches before they play a game tell you their team stinks? Uh, that would be zero. Everybody's going to have a great year. Everybody's and I, better. And look, I'm, Everybody's I'm as bad at drinking the Kool-Aid as anybody. I went to L Media Day. I walked out of there thinking, this team, does. they are going to be better. And then I, then I tried to come to my senses and say, wait a minute. If Malik Cunningham is not great Malik Cunningham, I don't know how many of these games they can win. Do you think the Nebraska people were drinking the Kool-Aid? <laughs> Absolutely. They were 11-point favorites. coming back, baby. We're Seven back. and a half over under and wins. By the way, I talked to Big Al the Fish the other night. Yeah. He bet over on Nebraska's win total. I bet he's wanting to walk that one back today. Not good. So you got Purdue, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisville. Boy, Tony, you seem like a homer there. And I'm not a homer. You know that. <laughs> All right, let's do a couple more quick. Notre Dame at Ohio State, 730 on Saturday night. This game opened at 14. It quickly has gone up to 17, Ohio State. I don't know the last time I remember Notre Dame being a 17-point underdog anywhere against anybody, but it seems like a big number. And, and I heard this today. I heard Brady Quinn today. He said, what happened when Oregon went into Ohio State last year? They ran it over the Buckeyes. Michigan ran for over 300 yards against the Buckeyes. In the bowl game, the Buckeyes gave up over two, uh, against Utah, gave up over 200 yards, 200 yards rushing. Notre Dame has an NFL offensive line. They have guys on that old line that are going to be playing on Sundays. So to me, 17 seems like a lot. Where would you go here? It seems like a lot to me. Buckeyes and do have a new defense coordinator. 
Gosh. I, I, because I, they had to figure out how to stop the run. I really want to pull the trigger. Come on, on you can on, do it. On Ohio State and give those points. But that early in the season, if this was, a like I said a minute ago, a week four, week five, and it looked like that, I'd definitely take Ohio State because we'd, we'd, we'd already see what's going on. I'm just going to take the points because it's a lot of points. Well, here's the other thing. Oregon, Michigan, Utah, they had good quarterbacks. So you had to respect the pass. I don't know if Notre Dame is in love with their quarterback this season. I don't know if they're in love with him. So Ohio State may be able to just load the box and say, look, you're not going to run the ball on us. Your quarterback's going to have to beat us, and we don't think he can. And if he can't, then that 17 might not be enough. But you're going with the Irish? Yeah, and I just looked down at the news of the game. Jared Patterson, All-American offensive lineman, questionable for Notre Dame in the game. Nah, he'll play. Questionable on, on Wednesday means he plays. I agree. I agree. But, boy, you don't want a hole in that offensive line playing no. Ohio State. No, but that's a, that's a great offensive line. Oregon at Georgia, another couple of ranked teams. Here's another spread you look at. Remember, Oregon went to Ohio State as a – a uh, eleven point underdog came out a winner last year. Now they go to Georgia as a seventeen point underdog. Tony, how did that game get scheduled to start? The that's year? great that's scheduling. Interesting. That's that great is. schedule. I love it. Just like Ohio State, Oregon last year. I love it. Who you got? Go Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> I just think Georgia, Georgia national champs. I agree with something I heard on the radio that they're getting no respect as the defending national champions. God. Well, no, because that. Alabama's picked to win well, sure. the SEC. Yeah. Ohio State's ahead of them. Yep. And they return, like somebody said, they lost a lot of guys to the draft, but they just replaced them. So yeah. I'm going with Georgia in that game. Yeah. Look, they're still the best three teams in the country, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and I think it's a huge gap to whoever, gap. whoever you want to put it, number four, whether it's Notre Dame, Clemson, Texas A&M, I don't care who it is. Those three teams, there's going to be a team, one team that gets a bad draw, but they're going to get into the playoff. And it's whoever their fourth team is going to be. And I do have a lock of the week. On Let the me two. ask you one more first. Okay. Cincinnati and Arkansas. That's the game. Arkansas's six-point favorite at home. Bearcats lost some guys to the next level here. Uh, can they stay within six of the Hogs? I think Arkansas is going to be really good this year, John. And I think it's just a, a, a tough opening game for the Bearcats coming off their great season. And not even because they lost Desmond Ritter. I think they the, just – Those defensive backs different. they lost. They lost. Yeah. Crazy. Defensively, it's going to be different. And I think Arkansas, not because Cincinnati's not going to be good, I think Arkansas is going to be one of the surprise teams in the country. All right, we'll take a break. You, I hope you wrote those down. You should probably, you know, the other way, play responsibly. That's all. More after this. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears in studio. Final segment of the day, Tony Burke in studio as well. And you got his picks, folks. I'm not going to repeat them because I don't want to be held responsible for uh, 
you know. Go with me. If he's wrong. Oh, man. He is talking smack. Arkansas, I love it. Arkansas. Arkansas. So that's your that's your bet. You said that's your bet of the weekend, right? Yep. I was going to give it to you before you gave me the game. All right. Uh, Eminem Cards hotline open. Last chance to get in on the phone. 384-1450. Thornton's text line 414-1450. Get your last minute text into the show. A texter did send in, Tony, that maybe the uh, UK making those guys captains is just a way of the players supporting their teammates. And that I think, sense. well, and we talked off the air when we were 18 to 20, whatever, <laughs> we made some bad decisions too. And we didn't have social media. And, uh, if there was social media and this is for everybody, sure, our age, I'm not sure you could have gotten a, a paying job. <laughs> I really am not. Uh, that, that's a little extreme. Well, I'm time. just saying. And you usually were, you were there too. No, no, normally. I was in the background. I wasn't doing all that <laughs> stuff. I was just watching saying, man, I'm, I'm. I'm hope nobody's got a cam back then. Hope nobody's got a camera, but now it's it does. Everybody's got a camera now. Well, and I think a lot of people in our age group are in the same boat. I have a lot of friends who have they, had they chances. look back and go, "Man, I'm glad there wasn't social media back then." Can you imagine? No, we. I mean, this I day can't. and age, you can't. I mean. The stuff people got away with over 20, 30 years ago, there's no way anybody could have got away with any of that stuff. I wasn't there, and you lied. I didn't do that. I lied. Yeah. Prove it. Well, now, yeah, I can prove now it. I can Here's prove the it. video. Oh, well, I was there, I guess. I don't remember being there. How about that? Well, there was a lot of those nights. It's Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's each week long. One lucky Refreshing Rewards member wins $10,000 all summer long. Grand prize 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, and that's it. You are entered. If you'd like to earn additional entries, you can. Go to Thornton's, purchase select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, become one now. 502-414-1450. That's the Thornton's text number. And to become a Refreshing Rewards member, text REWARDS to 80313. Um, all right, Live Golf, Tony. Turk Championship is over. Congratulations to Rory. It was a great comeback win. I certainly uh, wish I had come over here on Sunday morning and uh, gotten in a little bit of that. You talked Six about it. Six shots down. He was the guy to bet. Scotty Scheffler, Tony, number one in the world, kind of spit the bit a little bit there, 73 on Sunday. Only two guys shot over par, and he yeah. was one of them. And all he had to do was shoot even par, and he his, wins. His dip got in the way or something. Well, it only cost him what? He's fun to watch. Oh, he's great. It only cost him 11 and a half million dollars. They, they did keep bringing the money up on the broadcast. Did you notice that? Maybe that was intended to show the live tour hey we can make it we make some money over here too but they kept bringing it up over and, and over again and Sheffield, they said had already made 19 million for the year so yeah. you know I, I texted you and i, I said isn't I it fun yeah. watching millionaires yeah. play for 18 million dollars now sung jm actually tied him for second so he didn't make six and a half million so he lost more than 11 and a half million but he made a putt for seven hundred fifty thousand. that he, putt he made oh wow can you imagine standing over a, a six footer for you know, three quarters of a million dollars. <laughs> I wish. First I could. of all, I'm three putting. <laughs> I can tell you that I'm going to three putt from six feet. Uh, so Cameron Smith is gone. Uh, some other golfers are now gone. Tony, um, what do you make of all this? Uh, we we expected another, you know, group cluster of golfers to go. The biggest name, of course, is Cameron Smith. Leishman goes. Harold Varner goes. A couple other guys. What do you make of it? Well, 
you were getting to the Harold Varner the third earlier. You mentioned that, and I read what he put yeah. out, and he said basically it's life changing money for my family. I'm still the same guy. I will use it for charity work too. Uh, He's I, the first guy to be honest about the yes. money, and so he called it a life changer. He said it's a financial breakthrough for me and my family. It's That's hard, honest. It's hard to turn away from that. Any individual that I know. I'm sorry. There are some organizations you don't want to be associated with, but yeah, if they come like in the and, Saudis, yeah. and offer you ten times what you make, it's hard to say no. If, I don't care uh, who you are and what form of life. If um, an I if a uh, Saudi backed radio station came in here right now, you would see a John imprint going out that door if they offer me, you know, crazy money. money, crazy money. Uh, and that's what they've offered these guys. That's what Greg Norman's done. That's what the Saudi, uh, whatever that uh, investment fund is, that's what they've done. They'd offer these, they'd offer, as Don Corleone would say, they made them an offer they couldn't refuse. Most of them. Read an article about where they're having the tournament in Connecticut or wherever, a small town. Boston this week. Is it Boston? Just outside. Just of Boston. outside. Yeah. And some of the, uh, one of the guys in charge, I don't think it was the mayor, but somebody said he will not go to it. It's it's great for his city. It's great for everything. They're making money. Yep. It is helping everyone. It is helping, uh, you know, the foundations and everything. But he will not go to the event because he cannot support the Saudi. Yeah, party. and I understand that. And there were there were look, and these these places do a great job of not allowing the protesters to be seen. If you remember the last uh, tournament, which was at Trump's place. The protesters were like a mile and a half away. They couldn't get any closer to the event. If you didn't have a ticket to get in, or uh, or you weren't playing, or you weren't a sponsor or something, you couldn't get you couldn't get near the place. And that's what uh, these places are doing now. They're saying, yeah, you can you can go out there and protest, but nobody's going to see you on t- national television or not. Well, on YouTube or on uh, the Live Golf Live dot com channel, you're not going to be seen. So enjoy your protests, but doesn't really. Nobody's going to see it. Okay, so this is all live, all the money, all the money, but the PGA players are benefiting from this. They absolutely unbelievably. Are. They absolutely are because the purses have already gone up, already skyrocketed, uh, and the purses for the tournaments that these guys weren't going to play in have skyrocketed. You're going to get the as a viewer, you're going to get 17 tournaments that includes the majors. With the best players in the world that are not on the Live Golf Tour, yeah, I mean, and these guys are going to play in all of these events, whether it's the Palmer, uh, the Memorial up in in Dublin, Ohio, the uh, Jacks Tournament, the Genesis uh, in California. They're they're all going to be playing in. They're not going to pick and choose. Well, Rory's going to play in this one, and uh, Justin Thomas is going to play in this one. They're all going to be playing together. So as a viewer, you're going to get better golf tournaments every week. And it's going to and more money for more the money in their pockets, uh, and less competition because yep. Cameron Smith's not in the field, and and uh, you know Abraham Answer's not in the field, and Bon Lahiri's not in the field, Harold Varner's can't, you know, not in the field. All these guys are gone, so you're going to get corn fairy guys, and you're going to say I'm going to make more money, and all I got to do is beat these corn fairy guys or this smaller field. I guess is what you may have. But uh, it's a win for the PGA. The, the PGA golfers that stayed owe a thank you to the Live I, Tour. I agree to that. Because and now we're going to make more money, less competition, because some of the guys, some of the better players are gone. 
Number two in the world, Cameron Smith is gone. And now we got to play in 20 tournaments? Okay. 17 of them are, are, are set, and three of them we get to choose, and we don't have to play any more than that? Okay. And it's, like you said, open it up for some of their young, really good golfers who are waiting for their opportunities. Now, some we've seen guys come on, you know, some of these guys just recently that have really turned it on. Cameron Young. Yeah, all oh, super player. Just guys like uh, the eight Kims or whatever. The one guy, John or Jung, I'm not sure. Well, uh, Sung J.M. the other day. Yeah, I mean, all these Siwoo guys. Siwoo Kim, all these guys. I mean, it's just it's crazy that these guys okay. are going to get a shot. Is there going to come a point? Where we say Cameron Young was an idiot. It's hard. These guys should have taken the money. Is there going to come a point where we say that? Okay. Remember, uh, Cameron Young finished twice, five times this year. He said, look, I'm staying on the PGA Tour. I'm not going to go. Is there going to come a point where he regrets that financially? Okay. If he gets hurt, if he something happens to him and yeah, he, no- he's never the same golfer. There is a little bit of guaranteed money, but it's certainly not Saudi guaranteed money. No, who was that? Uh, who was the golfer that that, that had to retire? Uh, was it Michael Kim? Who am I? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Anthony Kim. Anthony Kim. Yep. He he had an insurance policy for a, a, a lot of money and got hurt and never could play golf again because if he played golf, he was going to lose the money. Yeah. So the, he never played golf again. Yeah. These guys, if they turn that money down and something happens to them. You know, they could they could just lose life-changing money, plain and simple. This is a win-win for the fans. If you want to watch live golf, you can. If you're going to say, no, I'm not going to watch that, I'm just going to watch PGA Tour, you're going to get better fields in more tournaments. It's a win-win for the fans. Uh, all right, Hard Knocks episode four last night. What would you think? Loved it. By the way. I accidentally I saw, saw it too. who I, got cut. Uh, you looked on the ESPN app, yes. and I did too. And I'm not boom, gonna... it just jumped right off the page. I hated that. It. I was shocked. I was too. That these two guys so you're got gonna, cut. You're, you're getting a little bit of a tease. Yeah, it's a tease. I'm not going to tell you. Because uh, I didn't want anybody to tell me, so I think it would be unfair for yep. me to tell the listener who got cut. Uh, Dan Campbell, I'm a big fan. He's awesome. Big fan. If he ever loses a job in Detroit, he'll get another job. I'm a big fan of the Rodriguez family after last night. Awesome. Rodrigo. I love the, uh, That dude, I love him. Um, I don't know the answer to this. This is not one of the guys, but Eze, the offensive lineman, he's done, right? There's no chance. He had a tough He had a tough game that night. Uh, to give up two sacks at the end of that game when you're fighting for a job, that was not good. The running back? I, I think like, he's going to make it. I do, too. I mean, I don't know that. Uh, but, Brian. Uh, uh, I can't remember his last name, but I think he makes I don't it. Know what it is? I think he makes it, and I loved his dad too. Yeah, and and he gave the shirt to the to the kid, oh, yeah. not knowing it was his birthday. That was fa- good stuff. One episode left next Tuesday, uh, ten o'clock HBO, and they'll wrap wrap it all up. Look, they had eighty guys, Tony, and they had to get down to fifty three. That means you got to cut twenty seven guys. Some of which you will bring back to put on the practice squad. I get Some that. you don't want to cut. Some you don't want to put them. You want them on your roster, but 53 is the number. It's got to be brutal for these coaches. Hey, I'm going to tell you. I'm the just, coaches' I'm, meetings were great, by the way. Oh, they were great. I'm just an old freshman basketball coach, and it's the worst thing you can ever do, John, is have to cut people. 
Anyhow. Back tomorrow, John Hale from Lexington Herald Leader will join me to preview UK's game against Miami, Ohio. We're going to try to figure out what's going on with that point spread. Thanks to Tony, Dave, and Gary on the other side. Appreciate you guys. See you tomorrow. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Eye. WXVW, Jeffersonville.